Um, right, let's turn to the first part of today's program and we've got a, a bit of trash talk and this week repair expert Andrew Kinghorn comes on Trash Talk today to talk to Marcy Trentlong about the difficulty of repairing and fixing broken appliances and furniture at home. Good morning, Trash Talk listeners. Do you think it'll ever, ever, ever stop raining in Hong Kong? Ah, well, one advantage to the rain is that you have time to do all those old projects that have been on your to-do list forever. For me, those often include repairing broken appliances, furniture, or other bits and bobs in my flat. But A lot of the time, sourcing parts for those things is really frustrating and sometimes super expensive. So I was commenting about this to Noreen a few weeks ago, and she said, oh, my husband, Andy, is the best at sourcing parts for repairs. (laughs) So what did we do? We invited Andy Kinghorn, our proclaimed repair expert, onto the show to share us his repair tips. So thanks for coming, Andy. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, (laughs) Marcy. Well, so we're going to start with the the out-of-the-box toughest question, which is what's been your hardest thing to repair? So, yeah, one which took quite a long time to source the parts in particular was uh, fixing a washing machine, a washer-dryer. Yeah. And so it just basically just started making this very, very loud noise. And so, yeah, something, something was obviously wrong. It was, uh, you know, deafening this noise. And figured out it, it came from one part, which uh, was the, the blower motor for the dryer. Oh. Combination washer-dryer. So, yeah, I knew what it was. I, I could see the part, could see the part number, and then... Um, yeah, just trying to Well, and I guess it. you knew enough, too, to take apart your dryer, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. You know, um, any any dryer you put in the model number and, and YouTube, uh, noisy, you know, dryer and, and the model number and something will come up, you know, and huh. something, a model that's at least close enough, you'd be able to figure it out. Right. So it's not too difficult, uh, really, that part. And But, you know, then you can just uh, type the serial number of the part uh, into Google and you can you get a few hits. But I was finding that this this part, actually, it seemed to be more expensive than buying the dryer for some reason. Oh, I think that's really common with washer dryers, big appliances. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know either. So it it took a long time. And yeah, it's it's strange because I'm sure it was probably manufactured somewhere in China, you know. And I was looking for where I'd be able to source it. And and it was only in the U.S. So it seemed kind of odd that something I was going to have to source it from the U.S. when it was probably originally... From, made in know, China, right? Made in China. You know, we're in China at the moment, so it's kind of, it, exactly. it was really odd. So, yeah, but eventually I used a, a lot of different websites and things and found some parts of model numbers that are equivalent, actually, to the model number that I had. And then using one of those model numbers, uh, I actually found that I could get it sourced from the manufacturer in, in China, actually. So Okay, and how long did this take? I mean, you're making it sound like it... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That took, a, took a quite while. a bit of searching, just, you know, all the time, the, the washing machine is very, very noisy. So, yeah, having to turn it on... <laughs> so you're you know, getting a lot of pressure night. from Noreen. Yeah, exactly. Excel- <laughs> but, yeah, eventually uh, found it and was able to source it. And really, a lot of these websites, they're designed for you to buy this item in bulk. You know, they don't want you to buy one. They 
I want you to buy like a hundred or something. Because they assume that you're a fix it, a professional. Exactly right. And that's why it's cheaper. And yeah, so basically kind of have to say, yeah, I'd like one just to test if it works, you know, and then you'll end up having to pay a bit more for that one, but then it'll be still much cheaper than you'll get in other places. So isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I went through that process and did that and it worked perfectly and it's still working to this day, you know. Fuse. Yeah. Fuse. It's no <laughs> clackety clackety clack. So what's interesting, you you had a couple pieces in there. One was if you wanna repair something, you first start on YouTube, huh? Type in the model number and all that kind of stuff. And Definitely. see if you can figure it out. Absolutely. So yeah, usually whatever problem you have when fixing these things or even in life. Uh, somebody's been through it before, right? <laughs> somebody's been there and they've probably already done it and hopefully they've documented it as well. So you can just go online and find um, some tutorial or somebody who's, you know, gone through that process and uh, you'd be surprised what you find out there. You know, it's um, quite thorough sometimes. Uh, people really know what they're fixing and you don't really have to be an expert in a lot of these things. No, I don't um, think so. As long as you make sure it's safe and... Make right. sure the electricity is unplugged and and don't touch any big capacitors or anything like that. It's 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 quite safe. Yeah. Right. You you could have your own YouTube channel, maybe handy Andy. Maybe maybe that's something. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a new segment. Hey. Well, uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> maybe. All right. And so then, but so the hard part actually. So it sounds like like figuring out the problem, and let's just assume I'm as handy as handy Andy, which is a big question. Then you've got to find the part. And is it? Do you think it's harder in Hong Kong than it is in other places? Um. Yeah, it, it can be harder than uh, other places I've I've lived, really, uh, to get to source parts and things like that. Yeah. Uh, some parts are really readily available in Hong Kong, some, you know, electronic components and things like that. So in some ways it could be easier, depending on what you're wanting to fix. There's an awful lot of things that are thrown out these days as well. And, um, you know, uh, a lot of things you perhaps you can't fix. Or, oh, yeah. Or, you know, there's a lot of engineered obsolescence and things. Uh, oh, so what do you mean by that? Well, you know, those were um, two big words. Oh, so yeah, like it's designed to have a shelf life of X number of years, and then after that, they'll design it to break, basically. So you've oh, got to buy a new wow. one. So that's terrible. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of ways that this is done by companies. You know, they'll to get you to behold buy a new one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. you know, it's been in the media at some point recently that. Uh, mobile phone manufacturers were slowing down the phones on purpose, you know. Um, oh, interesting. They claim it was to make the battery last longer, but uh, right. I think people would probably prefer to have a fast phone, you know, and uh, not have to upgrade. But yeah, a lot of it's it's pretty common for this uh, tactic to be used yeah. um, by manufacturers. But there are there are a lot of other manufacturers who um, they'll actually make a device and they'll make it so it can be repaired. But you just have to be sure that that's the one that you're buying. And how do you do that? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we all have a mobile phone. So there are certain mobile phone manufacturers where they've purposely made it very simple to repair. And they have very good service in terms of providing the parts and things like that. So what would be an example? Like, oh, like you can. Xiaomi or. Actually, Nokia uh, has been making one. Oh. 
Um, there are a few other manufacturers as well, but that's kind of the main big brand which is doing that. Which is doing that. Hmm. Yeah. Northern European. I I wonder also, you know, back to the dryer example, you know, they if manufacturers are putting the parts more expensive, as you were saying, to encourage you to actually have to buy a new dryer then. Yeah, perhaps that could be the tactic. I mean, that makes that makes a lot more sense. Makes than, a lot of good business sense. Yeah, it does it's make terrible good for the sense. world, right? It is right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is but, have you like? Does the Hong Kong government have any right to repair rules? I don't believe they do. I'm, I'm I'm not really certain to be honest with you. But I know in other regions, basically they've brought in kind of legislation for right of repair. Um, but it's only more of a new thing. Explain what that is. So certain uh, technologies and things that are built, uh, they make it very difficult to repair. Um, So one of the big ones in the the right of repair kind of field was John Deere tractors, actually. Uh, So, yeah, it's kind of an odd, odd thing to... Well, maybe uh, it's talk about, but I mean, yeah, farmers, uh, you know, that they have to fix it themselves. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, farmers—they probably come from a long line of people who do like to fix it themselves <laughs> and are capable of it and have had to for a long time. But you know, with modern technology and the modern tractors, they're actually you know controlled by computers and things like that. So it oh. kind of takes um, that repair element away from those people. Huh. And also, there is. They want to keep on making money, I guess, you know, yeah. these companies, right? So they want you to go to the, the John Deere uh, repair, uh, service repair station and not to some outside company or individual oh, who can repair okay. it. So they really try to lock you into that ecosystem, you know? I see. Um, yeah. So then the argument should be that the the bigger companies not only supply the parts and make it easy to find the parts, they let anyone buy the parts, A, and in whatever quantity, and then B, they let other people produce the parts. So you can't no one, you can't produce another John Deere part for your tractor. It has to be John Deere. Yeah, perhaps. I, yeah, I think there are some companies who try to copy parts and, and, and make like a, a cheaper knockoff, which you can buy. Um, it depends on what that part is, though. Some things are so technical that it's extremely difficult to do that. Yeah, but would yeah, you I think, buy a knockoff, or do you like to buy it straight from the manufacturer? Oh, you know, it's it's a tricky question because I mean, sometimes they're worth it, and they are almost coming from the same factory or something like that, and it's just got a different different label on it. Right. But other times they are really quite an inferior kind of uh, uh, right. product. So it's it's, it's really a case one. by case basis, right. and you really just get that from experience, but also from the experience of people on the internet. So you would just you know. Um, Google search and say, is this part, you know, uh, oh. robust enough, you know, and people will have been there and tested it and it broke or it didn't break and give you some okay. feedback on that. Okay. Usually. And so, so which forums do you use? Do you use like Reddit or you just use Google or? Yeah, Reddit is great. But yeah, a catch-all is Google, right? You know, a search yeah. engine like that, you can really um, just find anything on, on the internet. So and, that's, that's quite useful. And look at the reviews and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, what advice would you give to people who want to do home repairs but find the idea daunting? So, you know, you can start small with uh, things that are more simple to repair and that you might easily be able to get the tools to repair. So 
maybe something even like wooden furniture is quite easy to repair um, in a lot of ways, you know. You can go to a hardware I, store. I find and get a... wooden furniture even daunting, but <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. And um, uh-huh. I mean, you know, the thing is, when you start at anything, it can be difficult, no matter what it is. You know, um, at one stage, all of us couldn't even walk, right? So it's something that you kind of slowly build on and learn. Uh, so I wouldn't be discouraged from trying something because it's di- too difficult. You, it's it's a real learning process. So. I guess I think when you're repairing something, I mean, all of us have really busy lives, right? And you mentioned that, you know, it's raining, so we might have a bit more time at home and time to do these things. And that's a luxury, really, for most of us. So the other thing is you've got to take into account, if it takes me so long to repair this, I mean, what is my, say, hourly rate? Is it really worth repairing it or not? You right. know, So sometimes you've got to take that into account. Um, but really, the other thing to take into account is what you're learning from that process because the first time you repair that specific thing it might take you a longer time but the next time it'll take you maybe 10 percent of that time because you know what you're doing and it'll be much more simple so yeah it's not just repairing something so you don't have to buy a new one or that you don't want to throw it in the bin but it's also kind of your own education and kind of learning on how things work and you know it's a skill yeah Yeah, that's very wise. I think that's a wise way to end it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. That was Andy Kinghorn, our repair expert extraordinaire. So if you have any questions, trash talkers, about any repairs, well, you can reach out to Noreen first, and she maybe will connect you with Andy. (laughs) But it can't be too big, too time-consuming of a question. He's busy. Sure. (laughs) Thanks, Marcy. Thank you. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia. 